first off, I want to thank everybody for for coming in and participating. Um, you know, it's been a very eventful season for our men's soccer team. So again, we thank you guys for for coming up and uh, and participating in the Zoom with us. Um, for questions, uh, just if you can put uh, your questions in the chat or just let me know when you would like to ask questions, I'll go ahead and call on you that way. And then when I do, I'll be, you guys can just unmute yourself and then ask your question. But before we get started, I just wanted uh, Coach Crumpy to take a little time and just, you know, put an opening statement out there. And then, then we'll get started with the Q&A. Sure. Um, pretty exciting uh, uh, season for us, obviously, in some really strange times with some of the protocols this group had to go through. Um, the, 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 the real big advantage that I think we experienced this year that we no, don't normally experience is the fact that we have freshmen who came in and didn't have to play within 10 days of, a, of them coming onto campus. They got to train. We trained for a couple of months in the fall um, and, and were able to get them up to speed a little bit more effectively. Um, but then when we came back in the, in the spring, obviously, again, strange. We don't normally play meaningful games in the spring. They're generally, um, you know, they don't count towards our record. Uh, but this group uh, really took it to heart, uh, did everything in their, in their power to, to improve just about every time we stepped on the practice field, every time we stepped on the game field. Uh, developed into a juggernaut of a defensive group and um, and then found ways to to score goals to win games. Um, never gone through a regular season undefeated before. I think it goes all the way back to 2002 when I remember we went 11-0-2 to start the season. So this group being 6-0-2 is definitely on their way there. I'd already talked to them. I said, we got five games left. So if you win those five games, you go 11-0-2, and, and you can match that 2002 team, but you'd be national champions. So we're excited about where we're at. Um, we, we are going to really take advantage of these next couple of weeks as we wait for the NC2A selection and then head off to North Carolina to kind of re rehab a little bit. We had some uh, injuries. Hedda was one of them uh, in the last game. So we've got some time to, to recover. Uh, normally, we're getting our NC2A selection on a Monday, and we got to turn around and play on a Thursday. Well, right now, we, we qualified for the tournament on April the 11th, and we're not going to play another game most likely until May the 2nd. So we've got a good amount of period for this group to kind of um, re reconnect for another season. You know, we've got a five-game in our minds, single elimination tournament coming up. And that's the plan is take those games one at a time. So um, really, and then the, the last thing I'll say as an opening statement is it's pretty impressive for this group to do as well as they did. And we're going to be able to return 28 of the 29 members of this team for the following year. So there's a lot of good, uh, coming through LMU men's soccer here for the for the next few months. All right. With that being said, I'll open it up to questions. So please, uh, if you want, you can just uh, put it in the chat or just uh, use the raise your hand icon and I'll call on you and then we'll go that way. 
So, Coach Crumby, you mentioned uh, that you guys have a little bit more time than you normally would heading into the NCAA tournament. What's the main focus and mindset for the team heading into that first game? Yeah, I just talked to him today. I mean, we like we said, like I said, we have a couple of guys that are injured, so it gives them time to recover and rehab. It also gives a lot of our guys the opportunity who haven't got a lot of playing minutes for them to jump on the game field because we're going to be doing a lot of inner squads. So where we weren't able to do that uh, in the regular part of the season, often we're going to be able to do that much more regularly now. And the thing that changes when we go to the NC2A tournament, the whole thing's going to happen in about two weeks where we'll be playing on a Sunday and then a Thursday and then a Sunday and then a Thursday and then a Sunday. So it, it, you know, we're going to play five games in two weeks where this entire season we've only played one game each week. So, um, so we're going to, we're going to try to have the opportunity right now to acclimatize for that new schedule where we only get three or four days in between games. Some of the other parts of the country have experienced that we on the West coast have not, we've been playing one game a week. By the way, I should have mentioned that you've got Noel Kaliskan on the call. He's the guy who scored the, the two goals in the final minutes of the, of the regular season to help us win the championship. Um, and Gerardo Lopez, our only Mac Herman uh, award candidate uh, ever at LMU. So you've got a uh, really kind of the two mainstays of the, of the group. The other guy is supposed to be here and I don't see him as Jacob Jackson, who has been our phenomenal goalkeeper all year. So if you want to direct any questions to those guys, they're, going to be a lot more interesting than me, I'm sure. All right, Chris, go ahead. Yes, yeah, a great segue. So this is a question for Noel. Going back to the win against St. Mary's, I, you know, it turned out to be the game-winning goal. I saw you run the distance of the field to knock it in. And uh, so my question is, how did you have the energy to do that? Uh, r- run me through what you were thinking when that was going down and um, just share your thoughts on it, basically. Um, so basically... Um, I think Nick intercepted the ball and he played it to, I think Ronnie is it. And he, as soon as he played the ball to Duhaney through, I, I saw there's nobody, you know, um, close to the goal. So I just put my head down, you know, and run and end up at the other side of the field in their 18. And actually I point to Duhaney where I want the ball and I, and I, and I um, shout to him first post um, and he put it there um, just for me to, to tap it in, so it was a really good cross from him. Um, and just the energy. Uh, I mean, it's super important game for the championship in WCC. So just you just got to do it. So I just ran, you know. And how did it feel to see the ball just finally go into the back of the net, put you guys up in the 89th minute? It was it was crazy, man. It was a crazy feeling. Um, I still get chills when I think about it, and I think I've rewatched it at least twenty times. Um, it was I don't know, just so cool, especially since I don't score a lot of goals. Um, to get the you know the game winning goal in the 89th minute, one man down, um, especially after we lost the the um, the game the year before on their field. Um, it was just crazy, man. Um, yeah, so many emotions, just super happy. Thanks, Noel. All right, Brendan, go ahead. 
Hey, Coach Noel and Gerardo, uh, Brendan Craig, Elmy Sports Network. Uh, talk me through what was going through your mind when that red card was given and CJ had to take a seat. Obviously, that's a place that a lot of teams don't want to be in the end of a game, especially when you're trying to get that go-ahead goal. What was the mindset and what was the discussion to make sure that you guys were going to be able to continue to put the pressure on even a man down? Well, you know, sometimes in, in soccer games, and I think it definitely happened in this one, when a team goes down a man, everybody else takes it upon themselves to work a little bit harder. I think that's kind of came through with Noel making that extra run to try to get that goal. But the other, the, the, the other side of that is when a team goes up a player like St. Mary's did, sometimes the tendency is to think, oh, we got this now. We can back off and, and not play as hard. And I think the combination of both of those things really kind of was exemplified in, in the rest of that game. Um, I know our, my assistant, my associate head coach, Kyle Schmid, was all over these guys about, hey, we got them right where we want them. Uh, when, when we went down a man, I was like, yeah, I, I hear you. I, I get it. But to be honest, I'd rather be up a man. But um, the, it really did come to fruition that the guys, our guys stepped up. And I think uh, uh, the St. Mary guys, I think, kind of relaxed a little bit. And it came back to bite them, in, in my opinion. Great. Thank you, Coach. Uh, and a question for Gerardo. Uh, Gerardo, you're one of the senior leaders on this team. Talk to me about the growth that you've seen in this program and these guys in your four or five years there on the bluff. And what are you looking forward most to about this postseason run that you have coming out of you? Um, so since I came here, I mean, it's been it's been a long ride. I mean, freshman year was a lot different from like how it is now, like the environment, the team culture. We obviously had a different uh, assistant coach. It was just different. But I mean, the first two years, I think I was I used them more like uh, experience, and um, I think that's what I offer um, to since uh, Kyle came uh, the last two years. Um, I think I offer that to the team. Um, just my experience. I think uh, just knowing that. I mean, I know a lot of like teammates trust me, and I knowing that people like look up to me and stuff. I know it's important to like show up to practices, to games and everything. Like give them my all. Um, well, I'm excited. Uh, I'm just excited to compete in like the biggest stage now. I mean, last last year we uh, we made it to the tournament, but I mean, we're, we're sad because I mean, it was like the first game we got knocked out. I mean, obviously like we have that in the back of our heads now. And like we're motivated and and like I mean anything can happen in the next five games. Just take it one at a time and I think I mean we're we're a special team, I think, and we could do it, but just take it one game at a time. All right, Alex, go ahead. Hi guys. Um two questions. First off for coach, um you guys are ranked number seven in the coaches poll right now, number six in another poll. What's the feeling around the program about being so highly ranked? Is it pressure? Is it excitement? What's the what's the mood? Well, you know, it's funny. You know, last year the the other WCC coaches picked these guys to finish eighth out of eight. And that was kind of motivation for them every time we stepped on the field to go after it. And beat a game and then we came back into the locker room and X that group 
off the list. Well, this year was a little different because we were selected to finish first. So they realized, I think those coaches realized, Hey, you know, this team's actually got some, some stuff. So um, we've, we've been dealing with that since the beginning of the year this year where we've had a target on our back and the guys have played that way and known that um, and, and have dealt with it very, very well. So, you know, it, it, it really hasn't yet expanded past the WCC for us because that's really all we've played other than the UCLA game. So um, this being ranked in the top 10 in the country, awesome, great. Doesn't mean anything right now until we um, take care of business in the NC2A tournament. So it's a great place to be. Um, but to be honest, uh, we're, we're just looking forward to uh, one game at a time when we get to the tournament, you know, depending on who we run into. And then my second question is for Gerardo and Noel. Um, given different circumstances, is there anything from last year's tournament that you think can help you prepare for this year's? I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I think just last year was the first time for, I think, basically everybody on our team to be in the NCAA tournament. So I think this year it's just um, since we have this experience of playing in the tournament, we're all just going to be a little bit calmer and, you know, just know how it feels to be to to be in a tournament and play in a tournament. So I think this helps us a little bit to not to be too excited or nervous or anything. Yeah, I agree. I mean, last year it was the first for, I think all of us, for me, um, just like Noel said, it's, it's, it serves like a experience. I feel like that game we're excited, but like nervous as well. And now that we have, we know how it feels like, we know like the hype behind it. Like, um, I think it's, it's like, we have the same group of guys that were in it last year. And I think, just like we're just going to be more calm going into the first game. Obviously, we're excited, but I think we're going to be less nervous and stuff. I'm going to I'm going to jump in and add on to that. I remember going way back in the day when I was in college. We didn't make the tournament my freshman year. My sophomore year, we made it. Got that experience that these guys had last year and we got smacked 5 nothing in the first round. Second, my junior year when we made it the second time, we went all the way to the final four, lost in the semifinal at home. And my senior year, we won the whole thing. So it's a building process. The fact that they got there last year, got the experience, we're expecting much more out of them this year. And I, I think we're a legitimate uh, candidate to win the whole thing this year. All right, Matt, go ahead. Uh, Coach Crumpy, with the tournament all being held in North Carolina uh, and having to go east and stay out there for – the duration, what challenges are presented by taking your team at back East and, and playing against, uh, you know, unfamiliar teams in unfamiliar region? Good question. I don't know. I mean, we're going to, we're going to go out there and, and do our best to, uh, to acclimatize as best we can. I know I looked at the weather today and some of the temperatures got up in the mid eighties um, I know it can get humid back in that part of the country as well. So one of the most important things is for us to get there a little bit early enough to make sure we can acclimatize a little bit. Um, 
you know, but everybody's going to be going through the same thing where they're going to be, for the most part, moving away from home into uh, a type of bubble. So, um, you know, another thing Kyle's been saying, you know, the bubble idea has been very good for Los Angeles-based teams here lately. So we're pretty excited about being a Los Angeles-based team going into a bubble. Uh, you know, we've had great – we've been able to, to do pretty much whatever we wanted to outside from when we started in October, late September, to all the way to now. There were other parts of the country, obviously, it was difficult to get outside in the snow and the blizzards and some of the, the cold winter weather. So we feel like we've had an advantage of, of that. Um, when we go, how many we're allowed to bring – uh, where we're playing, all of those are kind of questions that we're going to have to uh, work our way through. But I like our chances. I love this group. And I think we've uh, we've got the right personnel to, to go take on any task, especially if we just focus on one game at a time. All right, Chris, go ahead. Thanks. Yeah, so this is a question for Gerardo and Noel and maybe even Coach if you want to answer. The team uh, in conference play produced – I think six shutouts in eight games and only allowed one goal in open play. So the question is, do you, do you expect that kind of defensive performance uh, to continue going into the tournament? Um, Obviously, like, uh, I think it's, uh, it's nice that we have six shutouts and stuff, but I mean, like the boys, the back line, I mean, we're going to put in the same energy, but I think we're going to go against uh, tougher opponents, obviously. So, I mean, it would be nice to come out of a game with a shutout, but, I mean, it's not – I mean, obviously that's our job, and, like, if it will be nice, but, I mean, we know we're going against tougher opponents. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if, like, we just concede one goal or something, but the goal is to win, so no matter what. Oh, I'm going to go Coach K. Um yeah, I just I agree with Hedda. Um, I mean, I think we have one of the best back lines plus goalkeeper in the country. Um, I mean, they just Jacob and the whole back line they just ball out week in week out, and um, midfielders and strikers obviously you know help a little bit by um, pressing and everything. But I think, um, like Hedda said, even if we concede goals, I mean we're obviously playing against. Um, the best opponents in the country. So um, even when we go a goal down, I think it's not that big of a deal, to be honest. Um, just got to win the game then, I guess. Yeah, it, we, we gave up two goals this year, right? We won both of those games. We had six shutouts. We tied two of those games, 0-0. Zero, zero. So, you know, it's obviously a combination of both. You want to get shutouts. You want to eliminate the opponent scoring, but you also have to put balls in the back of the net. This group has been this group, I'll tell you right now, it's the best defensive group I've ever had in the 23 years I've been at, on this campus, no doubt. Um, and I think our offensive uh, capabilities are growing. I mean, the fact that we had, you know, I mentioned to the team, we had three guys with multiple points in our last game. That's the first time that's happened this year. So it's just a matter of gelling at the right time and, um, I think we're we're close to that point, but defensively, this group is amazing. And and like Noel said, even if we give up a goal, 
I'm confident that we have the ability to, to score and win games regardless. So um, it, it's a great thing to have if you've got a team that can get potentially get a shutout every game because then all you got to do is score once and you win. Simple as that. Hi, right, Jonathan, go ahead. So, Coach, you mentioned that this is one of the best defensive groups, if not the best defensive group that you've ever coached. Uh, I want to ask specifically about Gerardo's role in that. You know, what has he done as a leader both on and off the pitch uh, to kind of help build that defense? Gerardo is kind of a uh, leader by example. You know, he's not the most vocal guy. He's not going to, you know, get the guys riled up with his voice. Uh, Nick, Nick Deshaux does a really good job of that. Those are the two center backs. What Hedda does very, very well is he's just competent in everything that he does on the field. And that, that uh, efficiency, that ability shows through to the rest of the group and everybody else grows in their confidence because they know even if it gets behind them, it's going to get shut down by our back line and Hedda's the leader of that back line. So um, I would just, throw it out there and say he is a leader by example um, with the way that he plays on the field and conducts himself, uh, especially on the field. Thank you, Coach. And Gerardo, I'll actually throw the same question to you. How do you feel that you've helped reshape uh, that back line this season? Um, I think, uh, well, with what Coach said, I mean, and uh, obviously with Nick Dosho, I think – like me and Dosha are a good combination because he's more of a vocal leader. And I mean, I obviously not as much as him, but we both organized the back line. And I mean, we do a pretty good job, but as you could tell, but um, also our goalkeeper, I mean, he's, he's been excellent. A couple games showed up big time, but I mean, just the uh, experience because Dosha has been at his fourth or I don't know how many years he's been playing. He's, he has a, bunch of experience as well as me so I think that's what we offer to the back line and they trust us and I mean we've we've been successful I mean add to that I mean you mentioned Jacob Jacob's had a phenomenal year um you know I think he's got the top goals against average in the country for anybody that's played over four games or something and one of the goals he took was the penalty last game but the other guys that we're not talking much about are uh Narciso Cervantes who's filled in for C.J. Wood on the left side. Both of those guys have been great. And then the other star in the back is Dylan Shockey. Um, when you put that group of four, I know I mentioned five guys there, but of when four of those guys are playing, whichever four it is, we've just been lights out defensively. And, you know, when you put Noel in front of them and also Leo Zuli, there's some great defensive minds going on there. It's very difficult to break us down. Thank you both. All right. And then we're going to have Brendan with our final question for the afternoon. Hey guys, uh, I'd love to throw this to basically everyone um, in, in a different format, but coach, you mentioned you've been on the bluff for 23 years, coached a lot of different teams, a lot of different players. What makes this team special? Uh, And then for the guys uh, you've played with a lot of different teams over your soccer careers, what makes these guys special and what makes this team special? This is, this is just truly a really hardworking group. They, they come out and bring it uh, for the most part, not always, but for the most part, probably about 90% of the time, every training, 
uh, they're raising the level and pushing each other. And that makes a huge difference. And it not only pushes the starters, but it also um, our second group is able and capable and steps on the field and makes a difference. I tell these guys all the time, college soccer is not always about the starting 11. It's about the, the guys that come in off the bench and make a difference and improve you. If you have, if you have substitutes that come in and the level lowers, that's not a great team. We have substitutes that come off the bench and raise the level in most cases. Um, but the, the, the one major thing, and I've mentioned it a couple of times now, is this is the best defensive group I've ever put on the field. And if you're not giving up goals, you have a chance to win every game. And that's where we are with this group. We defend well enough that all it takes is one or two goals and we're going we're gonna to win that game. So that's the big difference in the past 23 years with this particular team. We're so good defensively. And just to go off that, I mean, uh, from all the teams I've played with, I mean, there's a couple of special ones, but this one is just different just because, like Coach said, we have players that come off the bench that obviously make a difference. Like last game, I, I got subbed out, um, like 15 minutes left, and then uh, Corbin, he did a good job uh, finishing off the game. I mean, just like piece of, like uh, um, players – just the coming off the bench are so like they could like easily like replace one of the starting lineup people from the starting lineup. And I think that's why we're special. And like, obviously we, we know what the goal is. We work hard. Like most of the time, like Crumpy said, um, but I think, I think we know what the goal is. We know what, what our style of play is and that's what makes it special. I think. Uh, I don't really have anything to add. I think both of them said, um, what makes us so special and same I, I'm going to throw in one more thing then um, not only is it the subs coming off the bench but we have guys that probably in the back of their minds they know they're not going to come off the bench and they're not going to play but they push hard in trainings all the time and they're there supporting the guys that are actually on the field and I've coached a, for and I know these guys have played on a number of teams where that's not always the case. You got guys that are not playing that bring the team down with the way they treat the rest of the players and the way they act. That's not the case with this group. For the most part, again, there's always going to be some exceptions, but we've got a group of guys that are all built in to, to push for one goal. And that's another thing that makes this group so very special. There's 29 guys going for one, one thing right now, not just the 11 on the field. Thank you all. Good luck in North Carolina. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate you taking your time to uh, to talk with our guys about everything LMU men's soccer. Enjoy the rest of your day.